Hello, everybody, and welcome to Dropping Give Me 20 with Phil Risden. I am Phil Risden. Please make sure to like, share, and subscribe. we got some things happening this week. Uh, Justice Molay is returning back to television in his greatest acting role ever, Defendant versus Chicago, Illinois. Can't wait to see that. Then John Mulaney is making a comeback for a 2002 tour. I can't wait, says every white guy ever. And Jimmy Fallon has just announced that he's uh, making a single and music video with Ariana Grande and Megan Thee Stallion, which will finally uh, have him be crowned as corniest late night host ever. So I don't know. There's a lot of things going on. Actually, that's not true. Can you tell that there's literally no news happening this week? That's why I'm talking about celebrities and shit. Whenever whenever there's nothing for me to talk about, I instantly just go like, what are they trending about on Twitter? What can I speak about? And I'll say, this is pretty fucking slim pickings, man. I don't know if I should be happy about that or if I should be angry about that. Because, you know, I am happy about that in one way as a human being on this earth that there's not more things that I'm angrily ranting about. I've seemed to be doing that a lot these days, you know. But on the other hand, as somebody who creates content, uh, I am a little bit pissed, you know. There's, <laughs> there's, there's not another shooting for me to rant about just yet, you know. I know there was one like a week ago, but this is America. There's supposed to be happening two to three times a day. There's supposed to be shootings the same amount of times that I go to the gym, you know, which is like two to three times a day, you know, or that's that's idealistic. But yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? This, this is this is the home of the brave, all right? This is where freedom fucking rings, okay, people? We got to be shooting each other every day. We got to be shooting each other every day. Take that to the bank, all right? I don't know if there's any kids watching that. Please don't uh, shoot anybody. But uh, for comedic purposes... Uh, take that lesson and uh, run with it. Don't, don't, don't actually do that. <laughs> the more I do comedy in front of this camera, the more I realize that my words could actually mean something. I mean, hey, I got a thousand views last week, so I don't know if there's a bunch of sad kids in Indonesia who are gonna take my advice and run with it. I, you know, I'm blowing up out here. I'm, I'm becoming the next John Mulaney, people. Oh man, sorry if I uh. If, no, sorry for putting this out so unbelievably late. I know uh, it's going to be uploaded by like 8 p.m. tonight, which isn't exactly a Monday morning kind of podcast. You can't really go on your commute, uh, you know, and listen to me right now. Unless you're a trucker, you know. You know, maybe 9 p.m. is when you start your day, all right? So th there you go. That's a little silver lining. I was going to beat myself up today. I was going to shit on myself for who I am. And you know what? I shouldn't have to do that. I, should, I, I shouldn't have to apologize to anybody. This is 2021 where nobody gives a shit about anyone else but themselves. And then they don't apologize for that. This is the, this is the era of so sociopaths. All right? So, you know, I should be following suit. So, yeah, you're welcome. How about that? You're welcome for a late podcast. All the, all the graveyard shift people, you're welcome. Okay? Enjoy it. No, uh, <laughs> I am. I I was I, I was annoyed at myself. We had to, I had some technical difficulties with the camera today. Uh, I had to go to the camera shop, fix some things, figure some shit out. Uh, yeah, I had to buy like some new cables. Everything you see here, which isn't much, there's just like an old skull. But I actually have like there's like equipment here, and uh, you know I I put things together myself. And yeah, I don't have the biggest budget. All right, so some of my stuff is a little low rent. You know, it's a little bit. Uh, you know, uh, a couple years old, you know, you got to smack it to make it work. So there's some problems. There's some problems there. But I'm still here for you guys. I'm still trying to be consistent, still trying to have fun. 
uh, so glad you guys liked the uh, the Mike Hanford episode. You guys seem to have really liked that one, uh, which is really nice. I am, like I said, I am going to do a lot more overtime episodes. Uh, in between doing these, uh, the ones that I'm doing right now, they're more like uh, vlogging or, you know, just like solo podcasts if you're listening only through audio. Uh, I am going to try and implement a lot more uh, guest podcasts. Uh, you know, number one, because... Uh, I, I like talking to other people and getting, you know, other comedians out there. And, uh, you know, number two, I'm also fucking lazy. I'm also fucking lazy. All right. Do you know how hard it is to come up with 20 minutes of material every fucking week? That's like going to be enough to possibly get people to look at. I'm losing my mind every fucking day. I am losing my mind. Somehow I've, I've got it together. I, you know, I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying, but it, it, I'll, I'll say it to you, man. It, this type of shit, it is really fucking tough. Like, solo podcast people, show them some respect. This shit is hard. The vloggers out there on YouTube, this shit is hard, man. You know, it, it, takes, a, it takes a lot of shit to think you can be entertaining for this amount of time. Most of the times I'm not. Sometimes I am. But you've got to always, 100%, think that you're going to be entertaining. And that that's a lot to weigh on you, you know. I I will say though, it's helped me a lot uh, with my with my diet and like life, you know. Because in order to put this shit out, I need to like always be thinking and always be like sharp and shit. So I like I don't drink as much as I used to, you know. Uh, you know, I, I I don't even smoke as much weed as I used to. My mom's probably watching this like, oh, thank you, Jesus. Uh, I know, I know. Uh, wanting to be a comedian for a living has ruined my life. <laughs> Some who would have thought wanting to do comedy would would uh you know actually put my life together. Uh but it's true, dude. I went out to the supermarket today. Dude, I am a single man who just turned 30. We do not go to the supermarket. We just order DoorDash until we suffocate under the weight of the fucking uh, burger wrappers that we've been ordering all fucking week. All right? But I actually went to the supermarket. I'm preparing meals. I'm doing meal prep. Shit's kind of crazy, man. Life is wild right now. Shit, dude. I might fuck around and have a green juice, you know? I did. I bought I bought some shit at the supermarket today. I bought a, mu- a bunch of stuff at the supermarket today. And I'm like, I'm making it. I'm promising you guys right here. I'm doing this right now. I I I will make myself eat every last fucking thing I bought. I swear to God, I'm not it's not gonna happen again. It's not gonna happen again. All right. It's not gonna be that same old bullshit. I go through it. I'm sure happy you guys go through it where it's like you're fucking broke. Or even if you're not, you just wanna be like do meal prep, you wanna you wanna uh, weight lift, you wanna do this, that and the third and you and you try and you try and so you go to the fucking grocery store and you're like, Oh my God, I need to get this. I need to get that. Right? And you try. You always try. But it never fucking works out. You know, you you make uh, two to three meals, right? You make two to three meals, and then by day three, you're ordering shit off Uber Eats and shit. Watch out. <sighs> God damn it. I'm back. Uh, sorry, <laughs> sorry about that, guys. I left some uh, some food that I just cooked out, and my cat went and tried to snag it. So I had to chase him down, hold him down, and wrestle a drumstick out of his mouth. Single life, I tell you that much. You know, I wish I had a girlfriend here to hold my cat down and rip food out of his mouth. But I'm still, you know, I'm still a guy. I'm on hinge, though. I'm on hinge. <laughs> What's I fucking talking about? Yeah, I got I got stuff from the supermarket. God damn, I hate that cat. 
God damn, I hate him, but I love him. I hate him, but I love him. You know what I mean? Like I, you know, he's fun. Like when he's when he's chill, he's chill. You know, I can pet him. I can pet him. He he's fun. He you know he, when I'm sad, he curls up next to me. But I swear to God, there are some times where I legitimately want to throw him in a wood chipper. You know, <laughs> like I just want to be fucking just nah, just Tony Romo, just Tom Brady, just back back back, toss him away. You know. And I got to think that maybe that's what being a parent's life, you know, it's like loving, loving them, loving the comfort that your children give you, but also uh, wanting to kill them from time to time. Right. I would think so if parents could write in. So I know that I'm not a homicidal maniac. <laughs> but, but yeah, I, I, yeah, I went to the fucking I went to the fucking supermarket. I'm, I'm, I'm really focusing on eating all the food that I have there, because you know how it is. You buy the fucking shit, and by day three, you know, you, you start eating out or not giving a shit anymore, right? And then it's like 10 days later, and you forgot that you had an old family pack of chicken. It's, 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 it, it'll feed like fucking 10 people. And you were like, oh, I'm going to meal prep. I'm going to make a bunch of these and have it for days. And you just didn't, and now it stinks, and you got to throw it out. And that's the worst. It's not just not eating the food, but the food getting stinky, as if not, like, just, like, a sign to tell you you're a piece of shit, you know? It's like, oh, this would have been fresh in your stomach. This would have been nice. You would have felt full today, but uh, you were lazy, so we decided to fart in your refrigerator, you know? It's funny. <laughs> it's, ter- it's terrible. It's terrible. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do that. I'm trying to meal prep, trying to put some food together, trying to be a little bit of a chef here, uh, you know, which I wanted to do when I was a kid. I actually wanted to grow up and be a chef, uh, and then I discovered comedy and weed, and, uh, you know, the rest is history, I guess you could say. Jesus Christ, man. Yeah, I, uh, yeah I've gotten better. I've gotten better with my diet. That's nice. I, I, you know, I went to sleep at like 9 p.m. last night. Oh, my God. Did I tell you? I didn't even tell you guys that. I went to sleep at 9 p.m. last night. Uh, I took melatonin, though. I took some melatonin, uh, which, you, if you guys don't know, is basically like uh, HGH for guys who are complete nerds. You know, <laughs> I'm here, I'm out here bragging about going to bed at night at, at nine o'clock, you know, at night, like I like I'm doing it all myself. Like I, I just have that much fucking like edge to me where it's like, oh, you guys stay up late. Oh, I'm a fucking rebel. No, I was juicing. I'm sorry. I'm juicing. I'm juicing. But it's only from time to time. It's just five milligrams. It's just five milligrams. I'm trying to get myself on that sleep clock, you know. I really think I'm at this point right now where I've like, I've given into pills, you know, not a, not pills is like Percocet and like Xanax and shit like that, but like just pills that you can help you or are or are supposed to help you. I've given into it. You know, when I was younger, I'd be like, oh, I don't want to take aspirin. I don't like pills and this, then the third, because you know what they could do to you. And th- that's actually the way to go about it, you know. But now I just see myself. I've just gotten lazy. I just don't give a shit anymore. I'm like. I, I've tried over. I've 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 gotten past the fact of trying to prove to myself that I can do more than I can. Does does that make sense? Like all I've ever needed to do, like my sleep has always been bad. I've never I've been a late late type of guy. I always stay up late. I'm an insomniac. There you go. That's the word. I'm an insomniac. You know, I've I've dealt with that so much in my life. But I was always trying to like, you know do it naturally you know where it's like all right maybe you know cut back on the you know cut back on sugar and 
cut back on like caffeine before a certain time and you know maybe even if i stay up late the night before like all right well then i'm going to like you know i don't know like rework my sleeping schedule where like the next day i try to go to bed at like nine or ten and just like even if i can't go to sleep just like make myself fucking sleep and this then that there uh, now ever since i turned 30 i'm like fuck it i'm lazy give me the shit give me the shit i'm good that's all i need you know <laughs> you know and i i'm pleased to tell you that it's working it's working it's not so bad you know uh i won't say i would do it with everything you know like if i got really like badly injured or something i don't know if i really would want to take painkillers or too many painkillers uh just because like that shit is no good. I mean, all those fucking documentaries you hear about it, all those people get hooked on heroin because of that stuff. It's like that, you know, big pharma as a whole still weirds me out, uh, you know. But at the same time, I'm just like, fucking, fuck it, dude. Like, unless you can find, like, a legit, real, like, natural remedy that truly does do the same thing, try and find a fucking pill, a supplement, something, you know. Look at me doing a fucking ad for for melatonin. <laughs> you know? Oh, remember the one that remember the days when I used to do cocaine and stay up till six in the morning. <laughs> now I'm talking to kids about fucking melatonin. What about Molly Percocet? What happened to those days? What happened to those days? Uh, you know, I'm in a good place now. That's what it is. I'm in a good place, and I don't, I don't know. You get all bored of that shit. That's the one thing, like, when you do drugs, I think you slowly start realizing that, like, none of it actually changes anything. It really just, like, throws a different shimmer on, like, whatever your general mood is, but it really doesn't change much at all. And the more you realize, the more drugs you do, the more you realize that you're kind of just stuck with with yourself, no matter what. Uh, (laughs) You know? Whereas sober people... Uh, who people who have never really done drugs, I think, uh, always live with the hope that it could get better. Uh, <laughs> but people who have done plenty of drugs and are now sober or could still continue to do drugs know that it's uh, not really going to get better ever. And you just got to kind of deal with it. You pop some shit or you don't. And that's it. You know? But I'm happy to be here. Life is good. Life is good. Uh, yeah, man. Life is good, man. I've been sleeping more. Do very, very nice. Uh, you know who sort of slept, though? That fucking Jesse Smollett. I'm reading this case. I I am reading this case because it just like it cracks me up. I might not even get to the John Mulaney thing. I think I'm already at like nearly 20 minutes. <laughs> but this Jesse Smollett thing, I have to talk about it. It just fucking cracks me up. Juicy Smollett, fucking it up again, man. You're black and gay, dude. You could have done so much in this world in the 2019 climate, especially like now. Sure, yes, but like right before the pandemic. You know, when all those fucking agencies are really looking for, like, a lot of black people, but especially, like, black and gay. Because there's definitely, like, some sort of shit where it's, like, they want black people, but they don't want, like, straight black men. They still can only, like, have one of those. <laughs> but like, if you're if you're black, but you're also another thing or this thing or that thing, then they'll, like, take you all over the place. You know, you could have had a 10-city tour just, you know, just uh, being wheeled out. In a fucking plastic box like a goddamn pope or some shit. Going city to city. All right? But then you decided to go to Chicago, stage a hate crime, and now your life is all fucked up, man. How could you do it? How could you do it? You have the hottest sister in the world, and he's still fucked up. You're acting like people don't like you already in Hollywood, man. You know? You've done some cool shit. You were on Empire already. Again, your sister's incredibly hot. There's probably some guys that are trying to get to her and... They will go through you. 
Use that to your advantage, you know? Use that to your advantage. What are you doing out here? You, you're, hiring, you're hiring African immigrants to play white supremacists? I know we need diversity in Hollywood, Jussie. I know we need diversity in Hollywood, but I don't think that casting matches, buddy. I just don't think it matches. I also love this. I was reading, uh, <laughs> I was reading what was it, in uh, the Associated Press. I almost said Politico. Can you believe if Politico was writing about Jussie Smollier? <laughs> I'm just going to pull this up real quick. Okay, all right. So here is a kind of play-by-play of uh, Jussie Smollett and his incident uh, playing out in court. Uh, so Smollett, who faces charges that, that he lied to Chicago police about the January 2019 attack, sought to refute damaging testimony from two brothers last week. They said Smollett, who is gay and black, uh, basically Hollywood's unicorn, uh, <laughs> orchestrated the hoax to get publicity giving them $100 for supplies, which seems very low, criminally low. He is lowballing as, as two black men who are trying to get somewhere right now. I, guys, I will say your negotiation skills were terrible. $100 for supplies? I mean, come on. This is going to be like a hate crime noose you were going to put around somebody's neck. Should have went for 1000 at least. Just, just the act of doing it, you know, uh, should cost, you know, three or four times as much. So, you know, just divide that you know, a grand. A grand in supplies, you know, write that off in your taxes. All right, so uh, 100 bucks for supplies, instructing them to place a noose around his neck and yell homophobic slurs. They also said Smollier gave them $3,500 uh, $3, checked to carry it out. I'm assuming they didn't say $3,500 each, so this is $3,500 between the two of them, which is what? Isn't that like basically uh, like $1,750, uh, I believe? Each, I would say, yeah. So that is uh, in- incredibly sad. Uh, I probably got the math wrong, but I feel like it might be seventeen fifty. I'm not going to look that up. Back to the story. Uh, Smolia told George he had just returned from a trip and was walking home after buying a sandwich. That's not detail. Just throw out there. Uh, when someone yelled to him about the TV show, then shouted a racist, homophobic remark. Smolia said he was angry and turned around to confront the person who he said towered over him. Uh, Standing up in the Chicago courtroom, Smollier demonstrated how he said the man walked quickly toward him, then pointed to his left temple to show the jury where the man hit him. Uh, I would like to think, this is Smollier talking, uh, I would like to think I landed a punch, but I don't know if it landed, Smollier said. Uh, He said he slipped and then tussled on the ground for up to 30 seconds. Smollier said he saw a second man who he believes kicked him on his side as, uh, as that person ran away. Smollier said he presumed the person who attacked him was white because he used a racial slur and shouted out MAGA country, an apparent reference to then-President Donald Trump's campaign slogan, Make America Great Again. The brothers, Abimbola and Alabingo Asundaro, Asundero, uh, sorry, yeah, I'm I'm butchering these names, but you can tell clear <laughs> these are clearly not two good old boys, all right, from like West Virginia or anything. Um, so it says that uh, uh, you know, Abimbola and Olabingo Asundero, who are black, testified last week that Smolier instructed them to yell, "This is MAGA country!" during the fake assault. Uh, Smolier said he picked up his phone and told the person. Uh, he had been talking to that he got jumped 
He noticed he had a, ro- a noose around his neck as he got up, grabbed his sandwich. Again, why, why are they mentioning the sandwich? It seems, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you know, this seems where is this is the sandwich involved somehow? Is this, I feel like, you know, at this point, I don't know what, what Jussie did, but I feel like the sandwich has been calling the shots this whole time. Somebody needs to look into that thing. You know, what type of sandwich was it? Was it an Italian sub? Because if so, might be a little racist. I don't know. I don't know. It's a very complicated case. It's a weird case. All I know is uh, if you're going to hire two guys to beat you up and claim racist things, just make sure they're white. All right? Or if you're a white person, you're going to claim the same thing. Make sure they're the opposite color of you. All right? Because <laughs> just saying that it's two white supremacists and then you find the two darkest black men who aren't even from America, you know, it just does not look good. You're looking sloppy. And you're making the rest of us look fucking bad. All right? God, there must be, Kyle Rittenhouse must be jerking off to this right now. You know, <laughs> like, <laughs> like I, I watch regular porn, but that's, that's his porn, is watching a black guy lie about how people hate him so much. Jesus Christ, Jussie, get it together. Get it together. Uh, yeah, I was going to talk about fucking John Mulaney doing a comeback. I'm excited for it. I will say that. Uh, you know, get off the subject of fucking Jussie Smollett. That just makes me... Uh, it makes me feel like I'm on drugs, which is great because jo- John Mulaney has been on drugs this whole time. Uh, so maybe I'll like his comedy a little bit better. I don't know if you guys know this. He's been uh, he kind of went off the deep end for a little while. I think he's more sober now. He went to rehab and everything. So I think he's mellowed out a bit, uh, which is cool. So that's why I'm really, really excited to see him perform his comedy, because uh, I will say this, man. I really I love there's no better redemption story than a comedian's redemption story. Because it's like our art is literally just speaking. So you can go so in-depth about yourself and then still make things so funny. It just is really like a beautiful thing to see and to hear. Uh, Even if these people are like, you know, awful. And John Mulaney's a great guy. He just, you know, obviously, or I don't know him personally, but is portrayed as a great guy. He just has addiction problems. Uh, But any person who deals with a really, really rough thing, a rough go of it, uh, or even has made some like really awful mistakes. They're interesting to watch. I mean, I'll admit this right here, right now. I got a free ticket to see Louis C.K. about three months ago at uh, at Madison Square Garden, and I don't support anything he did or anything like that. But at the same time, it was phenomenal to watch somebody that you've seen crash and burn in public in such a giant, humongous way. He was the king of of, of stand up comedy for years. And then everything just crumbled within days and and people acted like they forgot his name, you know. So to watch him like go from this colossal figure to this kind of figure that was kind of scurrying around in the shadows trying to get more time and then finally kind of making his way back and then watching him put all that into context through his own lens, through his through his own voice and being funny as fuck. It was just, it was very crazy to see. I will say, there's probably not many comedians who could do it like him because he's just so immensely talented. Uh, but regardless, it was amazing to see. So I'm really excited to see John Mulaney uh, do some of that. Hopefully, this causes him to be a little bit more real because I don't know if you guys uh, used to ever listen to old John Mulaney. But old John Mulaney, before he got kind of like super discovered and became a writer on every single different thing, uh, was a little edgy. He was still kind of clean, still kind of sounded like a 1920s, you know, uh, gumshoe detective or like a, or like a, a play by play announcer, you know, uh, in like a league of their own or some shit. 
but but regardless, he still had a bit of an edge to him. So it was really, really interesting uh, to hopefully see some of that come back. So I'm very, very excited for that. Uh, other than that, Jimmy Fallon's doing a fucking uh, music video and all that shit. But honestly, with the ridiculousness of Jesse Smollier <laughs> and the awesomeness of John Mulaney coming back, uh, who I'm excited for too, not just white guys. Uh, you know, I don't really think I need to talk about Jimmy Fallon. I miss when the guy used to do cocaine. You know, I listen, I, I, or allegedly, I miss when he uh, he was uh, allegedly more funny when he allegedly used to do a lot more cocaine. Uh, but it happens. I don't know if it's just like you get that late night seat, man, and just something funny just drains out of you. I don't know what happened after like Conan and Letterman and all those guys went away, but it's just like. You get into that seat and you immediately become less funny. I love Colbert. Same shit though. All right, I'll say it. Like Colbert rapport versus like Colbert now is like ugh, it's not even it's nowhere close. And I'm not saying you stay in one place for the rest of your life, but Jesus fucking Christ, guys, what's happening over there? You know, get a little edgy. It's okay. I know we're trying to appeal to middle America, but you're also starting still trying to appeal to the internet as well too. Get a little edgy. Have a little fun. Take some risks. Get a little, you know, get a little crazy, which is another another saying for get a little edgy. I don't know things, all right? I'm a guy who goes to bed at nine, so I, I'm not clever anymore. I'm not fun. But uh, just know that uh, Jimmy Fallon, you should be ashamed. John Mulaney, I can't wait for your uh, album or your, your tour dates. And Jesse Smollier, I hope you get through it, buddy. I hope. Uh, all right. <laughs> this has been Dropping Give Me 20 with Phil Riston. I am Phil Riston. Uh, see you guys later. Please make sure to like, share, and subscribe, and peace.